up, everybody? Welcome to the View from Jamestown podcast edition. This is episode 45. This is the October 2020 episode. Uh, I'm sitting down this morning with TCC President Rob Roach, VP of Sales and Marketing AJ Petrarca, and Latin American Operations Manager Javier Fernandez. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Ben. Feeling more and more normal doing this in person. Feels nice to... It does, man. Yeah, this is the second one, third one in person. Second one in person, but we've got everybody back at the office now, which also feels a little bit normal. Yep. And uh, so far, so good. We use that high-tech temperature thing for the first time this morning coming over here. It's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. When you enter the building, you got to scan your forehead and make sure you're not uh, out of temp. Um, so we've got a lot of protocols in place. We've got to fill out an app in the morning when we wake up. There's already a reminder. you got to fill this out before you come in. And um, So there's a lot of reminders to pay attention to your health. And uh, if you're not feeling perfect, uh, stay at home. I think that's uh, the best thing you can do because, I mean, we're, you know, the real thing about the coronavirus is it spreads like wildfire. So if somebody comes in this office with it, uh, literally we're set up, the way we set up is to protect everyone if somebody does show up with it. Yep. That's why we have the barriers and the temperatures and blah, 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 is I guess we expect at some point somebody's going to bring coronavirus into this office building or the office buildings here at TCC, and we want everybody to be protected as as, as much as possible. So it took took a while to get back. We were out for six months, uh, March till uh, September, uh, working from home, uh, which was effective, but it certainly is nice to see all your faces behind those masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels good to be back. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, even just trying to open, I think we had to push it back like two or three months just because we had to get those temperature scanners in, get uh, sanitizing supplies in. There was a bunch of, you know, the barriers. roadblocks, the barriers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really the concern isn't for everybody sitting at this table. It's for my father who's 76 years old and he's got a lot of pre-existing conditions and things like that. I mean, yep. you know, I, 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 t- I saw a meme the other day that really summed it up. It was that, you know, if, it, if the roles were reversed and, and, this, and coronavirus really affected the young people, our parents and grandparents would do everything they could to protect us. And yet, you know, I go into the deli or the supermarket and, you know, these young kids have their masks under their chin. You put a mask on to show respect. You know, it's a, it's, it's a level of respect. And so, you know, it, I mean, you know, you can't expect an 18-year-old kids to, to be responsible. But, you yep. know, uh, that's really what we're doing this, this, this exercise for is to protect uh, the, the people we respect and love in our lives. Yep. Yeah, definitely nice to be back. I know me and AJ have been back for a little while, but nice to have everyone back, everyone back in the same building and even just passing people in the hallway or outside. It's nice change of pace. Yeah, it's it's been nice to have you guys back and now everybody back. You know, Javi came in there at the end before everybody came in. I mean, we're, we're a sales and marketing organization. We need our sales and marketing people. Our customer service folks work flawlessly. Actually, they did a lot of excessive training and, you know, while there was – you know, some downtime, May especially, you know, June, things were slow. They really jumped into training. You know, we did a lot of work on our IT infrastructure. We took this time and we took advantage of it. And I think that was probably key for us. We're going to come out of this a better company. No matter what, no matter what after, whenever this is over, we're going to come out of this a better company because we've been working to not just be what we were before. And uh, and I think you've been a big part of that, Ben, and all of you have been a big part of that. And we're going to continue to be a better company and uh, and keep growing. 
we've almost got a whole second wave of people coming back now with people coming off maternity and paternity leave. We got Angela coming back soon. Yeah. Josh Savory just came back yeah. last week. So it's almost like a whole new group of people coming back from these. Yeah, we've got COVID babies been a, been being baby born. Year. You know, <laughs> we got, yeah, it's a baby year. We got people buying houses at the height of the market then. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it, there's been a lot of, of very positive things. You know, Josh Savory just had a baby recently. He just came back. Of course, Angela and Javi, Michaela. Um, you know, I'm probably missing some babies there, but we're very lucky to, to be growing the TCC family. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, nice to, nice to have everybody back and obviously jumping in right to kind of this sort of crazy couple weeks and months with the election coming up. Um, where as we sit today, it's about six, seven weeks out, but I think this whole next few weeks and months will definitely have a lot of ups and downs, regardless of your political views. The, the election, se- election season is always a you know kind of rocky couple months to, with a change coming potentially, so it should be interesting to see how that all shakes out here over the next few uh, few weeks and into 2021. Yeah, we see, we've seen choppy lately. We've seen choppy on crude oil. We've seen choppy on the stock market. We've seen choppy on raw material prices. You know, the fact is, that just like you said, regardless of where, where you come from on the, on the political spectrum, this has an impact on our business. Uh, I think you said earlier, Ben, uh, we're no longer in an election year. We're in an election month. It, it, it's, impen- it's coming. It's, it's, it's right around the corner. And, um, you know, people are polarized and probably should be because um, there's a lot going on. And... Um, and we'll see how it goes. But in terms of how this impacts our business, it certainly does because people are not confident right now. They're not, they're not placing orders. They're not building inventory because they don't know which way it's going to go. And unfortunately, inventories across the board are at all-time lows. So what we're seeing right now is we're not seeing any major changes in raw material costs. Crude oil, you know, Brent, WTI is pretty flat. But you can't get stuff. And that's driving pricing. That's driving availability of you know finished goods. It's the inventories were already low coming into this. So it was very interesting. Yesterday we had our. I feel like I'm dominating today, but that's okay. <laughs> we had our uh, our quarterly sales, our, our virtual sales meeting, and uh, we had one of our major suppliers um, make a presentation. And, and the thing that caught my eye was automotive. And I don't know if you picked up on that, Ben, but. Automotive started really declining in 2017. We, they're, they're saying we've been in a, in a recession since 2017. I mean, you certainly wouldn't see it with the stock market going from twenty to $30,000. And by the way, this company is a very big company and a very big supporter of the current administration. And for them to tell us that we've been moving in a recession path since 2017 is very interesting um you could see it right on the graph it wasn't fake news you know their supply of what they were selling was dropping considerably well before coronavirus so and i think that was sort of you know we did have a a a strong um you know eight or ten years prior to that and 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 then things kind of you know people were starting to lose confidence or whatever but uh it was very interesting to see that, and, you know, we've kind of felt it. You know, we've seen it in our business. Um, things haven't been sort of, you know, you know, moving up year over year. Uh, they were flat to, to moving down slightly. Yep. Um, but to see it on, you know, on a graph and to really 
dig into that yesterday. It was very interesting. Yeah, obviously the automotive sector plays a big role with us in the chemical industry, with the broader economy. So it's definitely a good indicator of what's actually kind yeah. of going on. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was telling, no doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and election season aside, I think it's, it's obviously uh, hurricane season, and it's certainly been one heck of a hurricane season. I know we've seen a lot of uh, activity so far in the Gulf. We've already ran out of named hurricane <laughs> storms for this year, which is like blows my mind. I mean, that was, I think, a couple weeks ago we ran out of yeah. names. You know, my, I guess in my mind, like, this is hurricane season. How do we run out of names already by September? We're, we're yeah. in the Greek alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> it's only, good for surfing. Yeah. <laughs> it's only the second or third time I think that's happened in, like, recent times. It's crazy. Um, but, obviously, bad weather aside, that's impacted, you know, some, some plants in the Gulf, logistics in the Gulf. We've definitely seen some, uh, some fallout from that. Um, you know, maybe not as bad as some expected, but there are definitely still some outages and logistics challenges kind of down in that area. Yeah, it's, it's still continuing. We haven't felt the full brunt of it yet, you know, because uh, 30 inches or three feet of rain or whatever they got recently and, you know, from Mobile over to uh, Florida prior to that, you know, just, you know, it just gutted uh, the Texas-Louisiana border, yep. had a lot of flooding along the Texas coast. So, you know, we're, we're definitely seeing it in, in, in things like um, PVC is definitely being severely affected. Um, starting to see it, um, you know, in some plasticizers, obviously, and, and with the Exxon plant being down there. Um, yeah, I, I don't think we've seen the worst of it yet. Yeah, so A lot of chemical clusters are in that area. Yeah, a tremendous amount. And, and, and it takes a while. You know, you, the, the communication from these really big companies isn't always robust. So yep. you don't really hear about it until it's starting to, to affect you. So, um but you know we've been we've been we've been saying the shortages are coming and, and they're here you know on a lot of the products. Um, AJ, what was your quote this week? You know, uh, you said this is a this is the week. I'm I'm just getting calls from everybody. I don't remember what the quote was, but I'm just getting a lot of calls from people asking us for things that uh, you know we typically wouldn't supply that you know the the end users current supplier just doesn't have inventory of you know so a lot of folks are just running on you know bare bones next to next to no inventory and as demand's starting to pop um you know people are getting in a in a pinch so that's a long-winded version of <laughs> yeah <laughs> quote yeah your quote was more condensed and but that, that was that was precise enough but it, <laughs> it's, it's i think it was something along the lines of this is the week of people wanting stuff we don't have yeah, something along yeah, those yeah. lines so yeah yeah it's been interesting and um and, and not as a subtle bag for TCC, but it's something we're obviously really good at. We have good uh, purchasing and procurement capabilities and supply chain capabilities. That's where some of our biggest current product lines have come from, people needing something, something goes short on supply. We contact our different procurement you know, offices and are able to find supply and secure it you know, pretty quickly in, in some cases. Usually it's the best way to start in, a, in an account. Like, what, is, what, what are you having trouble with at the moment? Yep. That's the way the best start a relationship in, in, in new accounts. Yep. Mm. Yeah, no doubt we got some amazing contacts worldwide, and, and you know, they've been able to help us and and, and our customers uh, throughout the the decades we've been in, in existence. So, and I think that today, our contacts, you know, with your contacts in Latin America, the Middle East, uh, our people in Asia and other uh, China and other Asia, you know, Europe has always been a huge hub for us, and domestically is the biggest, of course. So, um, you know, we've got the world covered. Yeah. And I think that's a good transition, too, into kind of what's going on on the logistics front of things. Um, you know, it's obviously 
the storms and the weather have played a, uh, a role in the logistics in and around the Gulf area, um, whether it's rail coming in and out of the Gulf. Obviously, they kind of cleared out the rail yards for those storms coming in, and they've had to do it two or three times now. And, um, you know, obviously delays, further delays on the rail lines with uh, cars not able to move back and forth, trucks not wanting to go in and out of there. So it's it's been a unique kind of couple weeks and months with these uh, this crazy storm season. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the biggest impacts is the flooding is – has on rail cars you know once you flood above the bearings and the wheels um, on a rail car they need inspection and these large chemical producers have thousands of them and it takes time for that inspection so then they'll fall back on trucking obviously you're, you're shipping a truck you're shipping a quarter of the volume that you can get in a rail car um, and then of course coronavirus and COVID is having an effect on the trucking industry big time these guys or girls, you know, who that are in the trucking industry, they're afraid to travel to certain regions of the country that are where coronavirus is, let's say, blossoming. So our logistics group is, has been very busy. Um, they've saved us in, with tremendous contacts and availability that they've brought forward. Um, but, yeah, again, you know, it's a, this is, you know, this is not a short-term problem as long as COVID is out there and, yep. you know, and... You know, there could be another stimulus package that pays more to not work. That affected us over, you know, the spring and the summer. So, yep. yeah, logistics is is another, you know, and uh, and then I, I think AJ and Hav know more about this than I do, but the cost of shipping ocean freight. Ocean freight is like 2X, 3X for dry. 2X uh, or 3X? Yeah. Wow. For dry and for, for, for isotanks, almost 2X. I got a freight rate. Two weeks ago was four thousand for an ISO tank, and it was seven thousand yesterday. <laughs> and the thing is that our customers don't want to absorb that. They, you know, mm -hmm. they don't want to believe that that the cost is there. We take it on the chin. It, 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 you know, it hurts us, but you know, the fact is that the costs have escalated, and and we try and pass mm -hmm. it on, but. You know, it's sort of like the fuel surcharge back in the yeah. day. People didn't believe it would stick around. Well, it's still here to this day. So, yep. and the thing is, from 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 Asia, the the lines are getting are, are, are fewer lines are, are coming are coming into the U.S. to Latin America. So the the, the demand is, is is still the same, but there's not enough supply. So it's driving up the prices every week. We're getting price increases just based on freight. Wow. Every week. Every week, it's, it's it's insane. Yeah. So you know, a three thousand dollar increase would be, what you know, eight cents a pound, mm -hmm. or you know, uh, that's a tremendous amount. Of, uh, you know, it's one hundred sixty dollars a ton. That, that's a big difference. You know, that's yeah. a significant amount of. Yeah, depending what the cost of whatever that product actually was. Yeah, I mean, it could be. You know, you could be some exponent of what uh, what the mm -hmm. actual product stuff is, just yeah. just based on freight. Yeah. yeah. In, in addition to the cost, vessel spaces are filling up. So what you know, a month ago was a six to eight week lead time. Today, maybe a ten to twelve week lead time. So people aren't you yeah. know budgeting for that at the moment. And uh, that's a great point. Yeah, and we're coming we into the Christmas be. season. Yeah. You know, got to have a lot of toys and things coming over. Yep. So space will be limited. So yeah, I think that. That's the biggest hurdle that we're up against in our industry right now is that just supply and, and demand imbalance. Yep. And th th we don't see that correcting itself before the year end. You know, uh, that's going to be a long-term problem.
yeah, I know you, AJ, get a lot of pricing from our, our office out in China. And it seems like every single email is, here's the price. It's really expensive because of ocean freight. Yeah, so <laughs> every <I'm>, single one. <laughs> you know, when, when, you know, just a couple of months ago, I was getting biweekly price updates. Now it's every couple of days, like, hey, what's, you know, what's the status? Yeah. Where are we at? Just because everything's been, uh, you know, moving so quickly lately. But, you know, moving and, upward quickly. And like you said, it's, it's expensive. And that's even assuming you can get a spot. You know, yep. you, you know the customer can work with the lead time and things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely been a interesting few uh, months with the on the logistics front, and I think it's going to continue well in the next year for sure. So something to be mindful and making you know obviously I think we do our the best we can to put that info out and make sure customers and people are aware. You know it is what it is. Lead times are what they are. You know and just hopefully can uh, plan around it, increase inventories and. And, yeah, we're in the know. trenches here. Everybody sitting at this at this table here, we're in the trenches. We see it yep. probably more quickly than most. So, um, you know, it's it, it's a fact. It's happening. Yep. And I know, Javi, you mentioned briefly uh, Latin America, but uh, uh, you want to give an update on uh, what's yeah, happening sure. down in the region? Yeah, the, the region for Q4, the things are not looking good overall. Uh, things are looking to uh, contract. The economy is looking to contract 4%. What was your quote yesterday on the, on the conference call? Things are bad. Things are bad. Things are bad. Things are really bad. Things are really bad. That's how I started my, my, my presentation. <laughs> Uh, things are really bad, actually. Uh, and yeah, COVID case is still on the rise. Brazil is the number one. Uh, Brazil represents 25% of the COVID, COVID cases in the world. Worldwide? Worldwide. There are a quarter of the cases worldwide. Bra it's Brazil. Wow. For, are, what are we? I don't know. I don't know the fact. I don't oh, know. I, I don't that, is it top five? I would assume so. Wow. I didn't realize that COVID yeah. was that, wow. that bad in Brazil. Yeah. Then it's followed by Peru, and then the, the, there's high high debt in uh, the governments because a lot of a lot of a lot of it's going to healthcare. But the the system is broken. You know they they cannot. It's, it's not it's not enough. They don't have enough beds. They don't have enough ventilators. The the public system is not there. Is there, we don't we don't have the infrastructure. So mm -hmm. so it's, it's it's a sad thing, and unemployment it's 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 high. It's unemployment in Chile, Brazil, Argentina it's double digits, fifteen pushing 20%, so it's really high. And there's that also brings exchange rate pressures. So so th there's a lot of stuff going on in Latin America. Um, but but still people are looking in Latin America for for investment, for reshoring, having walk away, take uh, be off of the China train and just having having stuff closer to the closer to the US, closer to Europe. But we don't have the infrastructure again. We don't have the roads, the rails. So there's, there has to be a lot of investment from the from the private sector and the governments to do that. Yeah. But um, it has been successful in automotive in Mexico. I mean, we have a lot of plants in Mexico for automotive, and and it has been great in the textile industry in Central America. Yeah. You have a lot of plants for textile in Central America, and it has been great. So they're trying to mimic that in in South America. So, so hopefully, hopefully things look on the up, but but things so far are are not not very good mm. on the region. Mm. And they're going into their summer now, so you know, uh, you you could say people would spend more time outside, but most of mm -hmm. the region is you know pretty much uh, outside friendly year round. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's too bad, Hav. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And I think you said too, like on the on the business front, you're seeing competition from regions that you may oh, not yeah. have in the past. Like I mean, no, you never China see before. Yeah, it's, it has become a dumping ground. So you see stuff from coming in from Turkey, coming in that you never see the Turkish before. Yeah. You never see stuff from Russia before. It was mainly China, U.S., Europe, them, them three, yeah. and U.S. And it was it was a fair fair competition. Now it's not. Yeah. So it's been tougher and tougher. Hmm. Yeah, once you get once you get one competitive situation figured out, it's like whiplash. You got someone else coming in from a different yeah. different area. Yeah. Well, hopefully things continue to get better and improve over the next couple of months, and yeah, see positive trends mm-hmm. potentially. Well, they said that the coronavirus will have the greatest impact on on those countries with uh, you know the worst economic situation, and and that's sort of proving true, which is a shame. And you yeah. know, you see in you know Brazil. Uh, uh, India, um, you know, parts of Africa now where it's really starting to pick up. So um, hope th- hope things do get better and, and we get this uh, a vaccine, uh, effective vaccine very quickly. Yeah. Safe yep. and effective. Absolutely. Um, price updates and trends coming in new October. Uh, I guess we're actually in Q4 now. Um, yep. Seems like stuff's been relatively flat. Um, but again, as we kind of have been talking about between the logistics side of things and then the supply and demand fundamentals with production being a little bit slower due to whatever the case might be, you know, definitely more supply and demand fundamentals versus just based on what raw materials are looking at. Yeah, I mean, oil's been range bound in, the, say, 38 to 42, uh, you know, Propylene is starting to flatten out. Ethylene's starting to flatten out a little bit. Um, benzene's been pretty flat. Um, you know, as we mentioned before, the uh, price of natural gas surprisingly has been moving up um, yep. a considerable amount. Um, but recently, uh, took a downturn, and the stock market's been really choppy. I mean, which makes me nervous. You know, we've seen last week a ten percent. Uh, you know, we lost about 10%. The overall market this week, it sort of rebounded a little bit. And today we're, we're, you know, zeroed out, you know, to negative and positive, depending on what time you look at it. So yep. um, for me, I think we've hit a, you know, we've hit a corner on things like um, travel. I, you know, I bought some stock in Norwegian cruise lines recently. I think that, you know. Does that make you cruise people now too? No. Not just, not just me? I, I'm not necessarily <laughs> going to ever be a cruise person, but I think that, you know. I think that we desire, uh, I think it's one of the things that we're all very sad that we've lost is, yeah. is the ability to travel. And, uh, and I think as soon as people can, um, without significant risk, of course, there's people that have been taking risks, I guess. And I, you know, I feel I, I you know, plane travel. I, I know a lot of people who have been traveling right through the pandemic and done just fine. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think that there's that concern that you pick it up and you bring it to a, a parent or a grandparent or something like that. As soon as that is, is is relieved, and I think we've turned that corner, you know, I think that people will be back at it and very quickly. Um, because uh, I know I'm, I wasn't a lover of traveling because I've traveled most of my career a lot. Yeah. But when I when you take something away, you, you miss it. Yeah. You know, so feels like our, our wings are clipped. insert song here (laughs) Um, yeah and I think you know you probably would say the same thing coming out of things like China and Asia you know it's really more supply and demand and logistics driven than basically raw material pricing stuff coming out of 
out of China at this point. Yeah, it's it's very quiet on the on the raw material front um, across the board, pretty much. I mean, like you said, natural gas is up a little bit, which is driving some you know formula pricing up. But other than that, it's you know just supply and demand driven, yep. and uh, there's yep. just not enough supply and demand's starting to pop a little bit. Yep. Uh, featured products, new products, things to talk about specifically on the product front for this month. Um, we are coming into as crazy and sad as it sounds, uh, the winter season, I guess. So obviously that sparks a bunch of seasonal uh, demand and products for, for us at TCC, um, you know, especially up here in the Northeast. Yeah, which will wash the fluid, antifreeze, ice melt. Yep, glycols, methanol, all, yep. all the good stuff. Yep, yep. And then, of course, there's been sort of an uptick in COVID cases with the colleges and schools in session and things like that. So... Our sanitizer products, um, you know, they'll they'll start probably picking back up a little bit too. And you know, we got some alcohol, some a new availability of isotridecal alcohol, uh, a Vonic product, and um, that goes into you know what, ethoxylates, uh, surfactants. Yeah, the main use is to make ethoxylates for for surfactants. So the demand on that's been been pretty pretty good with everything, mm -hmm. you know. Um, obviously, there's a need for surfactants and cleaning products and things like that. So IDTA is an interesting one and, you know, should be a growing one for us. And I think between those sanitizing products and things like ITDA, it's it's not just going to drop off once COVID goes away. I think these sanitizer products and things like in office spaces can be much more of a concern on people's health and even something like flu season. I think it's going to, you know, the sanitizer product demand is going to definitely stay high, I think. Yeah, I think so. Even just, you know, on a small scale, like my kids just went back to school a couple of weeks ago and they were all scrambling trying to get um, hand sanitizer for the whole school. Yeah. Even, you know, so just with people starting to go back to offices and schools, I think that's going to that's going to drive demand for a lot of those products, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think whether it's the seasonal products, the methanols, the ice melt products, or if it's the sanitizing products coming in here into the wintertime, um, as things like schools and businesses open back up, you know, obviously TCC offers a pretty wide portfolio of all those products. So we're happy to, you know, either reach out to your sales contact or any one of us. We're happy to talk to you about that as that demand here picks up pretty quick. Absolutely, absolutely. Events, shows, and conferences are a shorter section of the entire podcast. We delete There's, that section. Yeah, we might as well. <laughs> well, we have. Uh, we're on standby, I guess, is really what it is. We certainly want to go back to. Yeah. Normal and, and conferences and trade shows are. No, we have EPCA. No, we don't. <laughs> we have meetings. EPCA Zoom. We have yeah, virtual meetings, we're, we're, but we're we won't be in Budapest yeah. this year, um, unfortunately. But uh, do you guys have a lot of meetings that were EPCA that are? You know, I know we have not a lot. Not, not compared a lot. to what a normal schedule would be, relatively full for three, uh -huh. four days. But now, yeah. you know, we've got a few. You know, people yeah. are really trying to make it happen, but it's. Um, but yeah, we you know we really look forward to getting back to trade shows and events and seeing our friends in the industry. Hi, everybody out there, <laughs> and uh, we look forward to seeing you in person. And uh, you know, I really feel like uh, like AJ said, our wings are clipped a little bit here. You know, we, we we're doing our best. Um, you know, but we can't we can't promote new chemistry. We can't promote new opportunity. We can't promote you know our services and our products as well. Yeah as what we can when they're when we have a, a, a healthy environment to have these trade shows and things. So we look forward to getting back to it. And it goes beyond business. I mean we do our AFPM cocktail party and you look around the room oh. and it looks more like just people hanging out with friends. Exactly. Than, you know. It's just a, a great time to visit with friends and catch up and you know, I, I'm, it's been a shame in the last six months we've had a lot of people retire. Yep. 
we haven't been able to really uh, give them the proper send off. We've got people that have come into the industry. We haven't been able to meet them and get to know them well. So it's yeah, our wings are clipped. <laughs> <laughs> Insert song here. <laughs> um, but I mean, on the opposite side of that too, we were able to do our quarterly sales meeting. Um, you know, kind of a new thing for TCC internally. This, uh, I guess, yesterday. Um, yeah, we usually do an annual or semi-annual uh, in person, but yep. yeah, the virtual sales meetings have been great. Uh, we can get to do them more often. You get input from people around the world. It's quite cool, you know. Yeah, I mean, something I think we wouldn't have started doing if it wasn't for you know COVID. So maybe a small bright spot, you know, being able to connect with our sales team and some suppliers that are obviously based external to our offices here and see everybody. So it's yeah, it was good technical talk yesterday. I was impressed with the questions from the team and the you know the uh, everybody was engaged and involved and um, so yeah, it was it was fantastic. You did, you did a good job on that, Benny. Thank you. Long day sitting in front of a computer, but I think at the at the end of it, it was a good. Uh, Better than two long days sitting in front of the yeah. computer like we did last time. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. I heard at one point in a breaks, I was on camera in the background doing jumping jacks <laughs> behind. <Holly>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody caught that. But uh, Nicole did. I'll take it like the gym and do some like exercises in between, like an exercise session. You know, stretch, do a little yoga. Yeah, Gym's still closed, Ben. I don't know if jumping jacks are approved activity <laughs> during COVID. There's some heavy breathing. <laughs> There's some heavy aerosols going into the air during that. Uh, um, but that kind of wraps things up for October. I mean, definitely a, a focus on uh, logistics. You know, supply and demand fundamentals here for the next couple of weeks. Pretty much across all products. You know, there'll definitely be a uptick in demand for some of these seasonal products. So I would definitely recommend you know double checking your supply chain, looking at your anticipated demand, bringing in raw materials as soon as possible if you can, and keep inventories a little bit higher. Um, but other than that, you know, looking forward to see what happens in the next couple of weeks, and uh, we'll be peak election season come uh, November podcast. So we'll see what the world looks like yeah. at that point. Yeah, maybe we should have the podcast after the election, but who knows when the election is <laughs> going to be over. <laughs> we could do a pre-election and a post-election because it could be two very different worlds, Yeah, pre and post. We may have to wait till 2021 for the I know, for the results. results. Yeah. 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 But as always, you know, thank you guys for sitting down this morning, and thank you everyone for listening, whether you're on the uh, the audio format, the video format. we got some exciting things coming up here in the next couple weeks and months on our uh, on our website, on our new podcast portal, um, you know, way to keep all of our multimedia stuff here all in one spot. So looking forward to putting that out. You know, we appreciate everyone listening. Um, that's been following along here regularly, uh, I guess, for the past 45 episodes, which is crazy to say. Wow, that's um, crazy. But, you know, if you're a newer listener, you know, welcome. Thank you for listening. And, uh, you know, hopefully we will uh, continue to see you guys streaming for the uh, next couple episodes. So we appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Thank you. See you soon. Thank you.